This generation has been causing us to tear out our hair. But I am a millennial. Every fucking time one of them does the slightest little thing, they fucking celebrate as if they fucking accomplished something huge. I'm a millennial. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a millennial. So I want everything to evolve around me. Self-interested. Unfocused. Lazy. Millennial. The most educated generation we've ever had. Millennials put a lot of value in development. We want free food and beanbags. Please ask me anything. Yes. About Japan. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Misaki. Hello. Hi. I'm sitting here in, uh, or we're sitting here in uh, my uh, living room at home. Yes. Have never, have never recorded here. I don't. I'm oh, not really? entirely sure about the sound, but mm-hmm. I think it will work. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm Perfect. super excited about this episode because, uh, uh, which is also funny that the last time when we did the recording or like a, when I interviewed a Latvian guy about mm-hmm. millennials in Latvia. Mm. Um, we were talking about uh, that we I should definitely do an episode about uh, Japanese mm-hmm. or people in Japan, millennials in Japan. Yeah. And uh, hey ho, like the second time we release <laughs> millennials at work international, it actually happens. Yeah, it's, I am. It's, <laughs> you are Japanese millennial. <laughs> exactly. So we have a Japanese millennial here with uh, us in this episode. Your name is Misaki, or maybe you want to introduce yourself. No, that's fine. But thank you for the introduction. My name is Misaki. I'm from Osaka, mm-hmm. which is west part of Japan. But in the past seven years, I was used to work in Tokyo at advertising agency. So big city, girl. It's, it's super big. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I grew up in the States in the middle of nowhere. So okay. it's like small town girl meets Tokyo. I see. <laughs> good, good combo. Good combo there. And how old are you, if I can ask? Yes, I'm 32 years old. So you're perfectly in the millennial range yes, as much as like millennial. we know about millennials in the, I don't know, in the West, I guess we say mm-hmm. that it's usually somewhere between the... We are, or at this moment, millennials are somewhere between ages of 18 and 36, which mm-hmm. is, I think, a really big, big gap wide. and very, very wide. But okay, uh, we can we can stick to that, mm-hmm. right? And uh, we know each other as through a friend, actually, of ours, yes. through Julia. Um, from Hyper Friend. Yeah, <laughs> from our little cult called <laughs> Hyper Island, uh, where we all went at some point in our lives, very mm-hmm. recently, actually. Um, but yeah, it's super, super fun to talk with you today about uh, about millennials in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I think we should just like dive right into it. And I'm thinking... It's one way of how we talk about millennials here. Mm-hmm. Um, with here, I mean, I don't know, Scandinavia, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. And and maybe states as well. Yeah. Um, how do people talk about millennials? What do people think and say about millennials mm-hmm. in Japan? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I was since because I was working in marketing, so I have heard about Japanese millennials a lot as a segmentation mm. but in it's general it's like a target group yeah like uh-huh. a target group but i don't really you know talk about it in my friend's conversation or no. or anything but uh we also have the generation gap uh between like older generation yeah. and younger generation and then like they older generation usually say oh like japanese younger generation is like this and then this so, so like those it's kind would be of the same concept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, when you talk with your 
okay, you said that you don't really talk with your friends about millennials, mm -hmm. but how would you, how do you think your friends back in Japan would define a millennial? I think um, our generation is more uh, free. Like mm -hmm. we don't believe in the lifelong employment like the older generation and then also the generations that been through Japanese economic boom. Yeah. But we were like generations after the depression, mm -hmm. uh, economic depression, and then we are like, we were in the middle of like kind of hard to find a job period. Mm -hmm. So we are more open to just try new things. Okay. And then we job hop as like other millennials. Yeah. <laughs> We do it everywhere. Yeah, it's universal. <laughs> When you say lifelong work, what mm -hmm. do you mean with that? Yes, so uh, if Japanese company hire you after mm -hmm. the graduation of college, basically the company hire you for entire life oh. until the retirement. That was like the basic concept for Japanese. Is it actually written in your contract and stuff like that? Or is it just more like a cultural yeah, thing? Yeah, it's or a cultural you... thing. We don't even have to, you don't even have to sign the contract about oh. it. It's just a general <laughs> norm that wow. once you're hired, you have hired for life. You just sell your soul. It's fine mm -hmm. to Toyota or something. Like, nice. Yeah, but that is uh, the basic that really tattoo in your mind so that's why uh, we do have the workaholic culture as well because mm. that is a huge endorsement that you have to really be loyal and then perform for the company so people just tend to overwork yourself i want to talk a bit more about that because mm -hmm. i think two things that i know about or mm -hmm. that i think i know about uh, japanese uh, culture is mm -hmm. that uh, one thing is this maybe a bit of a stereotype but i think there might be some truth to that <laughs> of like um, there's this picture of like japanese people living very long and having very uh, like lives in harmony in some mm -hmm. way that you have it like sorted out you know exactly how many hours per day should you sleep and when mm -hmm. should you eat and it's kind of like you look great and it just kind of like works you know <laughs> and then there's this other part which is the crazy hierarchy system and uh -huh. like a very strict um what you're also talking about the loyalty at work mm -hmm. and all that stuff how do am i am i even like right saying that and mm -hmm. uh, how do those the, because those two things are quite contradicting themselves mm -hmm. in some sense exactly. uh how do those coexist mm -hmm. in the culture yeah that's really good question because yes like japanese people are expected to show up to the office like nice with nice clothes and then like full makeup on um but at the same time mm. you do have so many days that you stay at office until midnight okay and then it's not very rare it's usual like regular hours for us mm. and you were working at an advertising agency yes, as well so, so you come from that mm -hmm. like industry yeah so it, i'm sure it depends on the industry and then companies that you are in but i was used to work from like 10 in the morning to like 3 a.m <laughs> preparing for the pitch or, or the production mm -hmm. and then when i moved to another company which is global company's tokyo office that mm is one of the biggest corporation in the world, but they have even worse working hours. Oh. I was working from 9 to 12. And then it was awful. 
That is, but so where do, how do you recharge? How do you even get to, because everyone should be overworked and or burned mm-hmm. out or something like that. Yes. So there are so many people who get mentally sick. Um, there were so many people who just cry in the bathroom oh <laughs> or just having breakdown. Um, the thing is that like, even though you are, um, but you can't quit because in our culture, if you quit and then you have the gap between the um, next job mm-hmm. on the CV, it doesn't look good. I see. So you do have like, and then also the lifelong employment. Like once you're hired by the new good company, you want to stick with it. So you can't really quit. I see. Mm. I quit my job this June Mm -hmm. and then I will have a new job in mid-November. It probably wouldn't look very good. (laughs) (laughs) It would be like a big no-no. And then also like if you you are not supposed to quit um, until you spend three years. Okay. For one company. That yeah. is like typical norm yeah, that yeah. we carry with, yeah. Jeez. Is mental health like stigmatized among young people in a sense that like if you are mm-hmm. burned out, mm-hmm. are, do you talk about it at work? Uh, it was not really common topic to talk about until like last year that uh, one of the biggest advertising agencies, employee, uh, committed suicide. Oh. And then it raised a question in the society. Like yeah. the overworking hours and stuff like that. But interestingly, the government department, which supposed to endorse like less working hours, um, there was a news that it found out that specific department yeah. was forcing the employee to overwork <laughs> to enforce that, mm-hmm. you know, the law or the support from the government so it would take a time but there is a realization in the society we can't do this sustainably insane Mm. i mean we we often talk about mega tips in this Uh podcast you must have a few mega tips on how to keep focused and how to not sleep at work or (laughs) i don't know how to not pass out in a pitch or something like that how Uh how how did you i i assume you didn't drink like 20 coffees per Mm -hmm. day or maybe you did but (laughs) what did you do well uh if you ever been to japan uh you would see so many people sleeping on the train yeah and then, I mean, I've seen like, the pictures. And yes, and it's yeah. crazy. Like, everybody does that. It's because and then, of that. I think, like, we are just so tired. Like, oh. it's a basic of our mentality. Like, oh, I'm so tired from work. And then, you know, even just for the commute time, like, you want to, yeah. you know. Use that time. Use that time. So you also did that. Yes. Yeah. And then... I mean, it's not, you know, it's not the worst, of course, but mm-hmm. it's, there's something very sad about that as well you <laughs> exactly know? and then classic is that we go to the bathroom and then sleep so <laughs> it's like a very long bathroom break and yeah. then you like everyone has problems with their stomachs for some reason <laughs> that's that, that that's insane mm-hmm. that's quite crazy but is there anything that you are really proud of in the job mm-hmm. culture and in that like I assume there's also a lot of like good stuff coming out from yes. that kind of mindset mm-hmm. you know at work yep I would say Japanese people I mean it's a very generalized mm. idea but they are super super responsible yeah. for the work that assigned to them 
and then also um, have very craftsmanship mind. Uh, I only know advertising, but Mm -hmm. they are kind of known for the design craft and then the mind craftsmanship in the digital um, activations. Mm. I think that is because they don't care how many hours they work for it. (laughs) So it's it's just, you know, it doesn't need time to make it perfect. Yeah. Yeah like polishing yeah. until it's like super shiny it's funny about the craftsmanship and, mm-hmm. and design mm-hmm. uh, how often in sweden we hear uh, that uh, how the japanese and, and and swedish design and um, yeah the style and the design mm-hmm. they have actually so much so much in common yeah do you see that because yes. you've been in both Definitely. like industries yes and then that's probably the reason why i love about scandinavian design mm. because it's quite similar and then close to my heart mm. but it's had a little bit different twist yeah yeah and then i think the inspirations are often coming from nature i understood mm. and then i think japanese design are, I mean, is inspired by nature as well. So that's maybe mm. why. And it feels mm. like it's very close to earth mm. for both uh, yeah. nations, yeah. <laughs> if you can say so. Now, when you have worked uh, in Japan yeah. and in Sweden, what are those main um, differences, mm. like culture-wise at work, what you see mm. uh, between those uh, two millennial groups, the mm-hmm. millennials in Japan and millennials here? And hmm. how they how they see work, how they act at work, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think Swedish millennials are more outspoken in the organization. Like they spoke, speak up basically mm. to the uh, seniors or the colleague to, you know, to really talk about their opinions. And then, of course, Japanese people have opinion as well, but we often have difficulty to really speak up. So Mm. we kind of try to blend it in, (laughs) um, the opinion, and then not to try to not to stick out that much, that far. Mm. Mm. Is it because there's consequences for that? Or it's more just a culture of not talking... mm, not talking against like an older person or mm. more managerial. I think that is, yes, affecting yeah. big time. Because it's not like super, super, super vertical culture, but it's still vertical rather than horizontal. Like yeah. here, here is very flat. Yeah. And then I think um, more open mm. for the, like discussions. But uh, in ad- Japanese advertising, um, it's... I mean, of course, older people are open for the suggestions and then ideas, but when they make like real decision, it's coming from upper to the bottom. Mm. Yeah. How is Hyper Island for you, actually? Because it's mm. a very open space where you're supposed mm-hmm. to like put your emotions kind of like vomit the mouth and like leave <laughs> yeah. on the floor and just for everyone to step in and look at them, you know? <laughs> how, how is that coming from a culture where it's not, it's like a bit of a taboo even, uh-huh. I guess. In the beginning, I struggled for big time, mm-hmm. even that I spent like 80 years of my teenage years in the States. It was still like really hard to mm-hmm. accept people's like needs and then feelings mm. <laughs> because that's it hyper island includes a lot of feelings yeah through the year <laughs> definitely yeah i know what yeah. you're talking about i mean i had problems as well opening up i just didn't know what to do with the mm-hmm. feelings and all that stuff and then 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 yeah 
later it kind of works out and mm-hmm. you learn a lot about yourself maybe what you don't want to know but also <laughs> good things and all yeah. that stuff and how to work with people but it is difficult yes well it was good mental training i would say mm. yeah to do you think it prepared you for the swedish job not the job market mm-hmm. but the workplace uh i think so to be honest i was thinking oh hyper island um didn't really affect me that much than i was expecting mm. but recently i feel that um i feel more comfortable for uncertainty mm. and then also i feel comfortable facing like people's need because i understand i understood through the hyper that everybody needs their own agenda mm. and need in their life mm. so it doesn't freaks me out as much as i was used to yeah, <laughs> yeah you talked a bit about the 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 whole thing about lifelong uh, employment mm-hmm. and then being at a place for three years mm-hmm. and still there's some job hopping as well or mm-hmm. much more than for the previous generations mm-hmm. of course in japan um how do people see that kind of stuff like or the career ladder in general are mm-hmm. you are you even allowed to take like a year off and travel if let's let's Uh let's say it's not between the jobs and you're unemployed but Mm -hmm. you have something you go to and not travel to europe or something like that how do people look at that yeah like uh, taking a break in between is seen as uh, like not very positive way Mm. and then especially the those fatality leave is considered as commit suicide uh, not commit suicide career suicide oh yeah so (laughs) I mean, it, for, for both uh, genders, or is it like... Only is it for okay? the father figure. Yeah. Okay. Of course, for mother, yeah. we need to have... You, you kind of have, you, to, you yeah. have to physically. Yeah. But like, fraternity leave is completely up to you. Uh-huh. And then, of course, that's a great idea. Everyone has to have the right to say so. Mm-hmm. But um, if you do that for like long, day, long months, mm-hmm. then people think like, oh... Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> so, so Japanese would look at the Swedish latte papas. Mm-hmm. The guy, I mean, that's a. I guess it's a thing you say about fathers to take out uh, up to a year um, mm-hmm. in uh, in paternity leave. Mm-hmm. They would look at them a bit uh, strangely. I yeah, assume. I assume uh, if it was Japanese yeah. male, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, in that sense, of course, Sweden is like a very specific or Scandinavia has very Mm -hmm. specific policy and it stands out Mm -hmm. from like everything else in the world in Mm -hmm. in, in that sense but uh, it's weird for me because in in so many ways feels like Japan is is, you know it's obviously one of the biggest economies Mm -hmm. in the world it is still very forward thinking Mm -hmm. uh I don't know how progressive it is, but mm-hmm. it feels like it should be because it's so, I don't know, there's so many young people and it should be, but it's, it feels like it's still very, very conservative, right? Yeah. And then also conservative plus the pressure mm. um, to be Japanese is really strong uh, for older people and younger people, like same amount. So mm. people are more stressed um, Swedish people sometimes say like they are very stressed from work and their society, <laughs> and but I was like, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the amount of stress yeah. that Japanese people have in the society is, I th- I would say, very, very high. Yeah. And then that is one of the reasons like some of the Jap- Japanese like me want to seek for 
uh, opportunities outside of Japan, even though we loved, I mean, I love Japanese cultures mm. and then people, but living in Japan and working for Japanese companies usually put you more stressed than any mm. other places. Mm. Would you ever consider going back and doing like freelance work or mm-hmm. starting your own thing in Japan? Is that Maybe. even like on the plate, so to say? Is it very good question because when I have actually have done freelancing freelancing job in Tokyo for a year and a half, it's usually considered as another career suicide being freelancer. Oh, because right. people see you that you don't belong to the organization. Yeah, so you try to kind of personal brand yourself that yeah. you are more like entrepreneur than freelancer mm-hmm. yeah it's a fancier <laughs> word i guess everywhere right it's not like he, it's more or less the same right mm-hmm. a freelancer when you say freelancer and you're like yeah cool i hope it's going well for you mm-hmm. and when you're an entrepreneur then of course you already have your amazing startup uh-huh. so so i had a hard time so. finding like people like me in tokyo yeah. and then when i found them i was like oh freelancer too i am too (laughs) something to bond over bond over being strange yeah here we like to say that uh, millennials work uh, or millennials need purpose at work Mm -hmm. what do you think millennials in japan Mm -hmm. need at the moment Mm -hmm. at work what are they looking for um if i can talk very specifically in advertising mm. industry um when we got hired the society was kind of told to um raising the generalist like someone who can do a lot of things mm-hmm. but shallow level but it's easier because they can handle the project and then just moving forward but so many people who have worked for like couple years then they kind of decide i mean they kind of get into the um identity lost phase because they don't have any specialization in mm. the job be- mm. being like very generalist yeah. so i was talking with my friends that we really have to, we are in the journey of looking for our specialization yeah because like older generation um they are more like a specialist um they are like copywriter designer mm-hmm. it's very clear what they need to do and then the, it's very clear output mm-hmm. um but specifically for advertising uh we were there are so many planners mm-hmm. and then planners doesn't mean strategic planner but planner means like copywriter slash project manager slash mm-hmm. a little bit producer Jobs. Okay, so it's kind of like every, a bit of everything. Yeah, a bit yeah. of everything. And then after a couple of years of working, we suddenly notice like, who am I? What I am doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess especially with all of that stress and overwork and mm-hmm. all of that stuff, it just doesn't really make it easier if you if you are like three people in one mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, yeah, so I think the specialization is what... Uh, millennials in at least advertising industry Mm. like need cool to round this up Mm? if there's some if there's someone um listening who is either planning to go to japan for like an internship or trying to find a job there Mm -hmm. or something like that Mm -hmm. what would be the one tip that you would (laughs) give that person if let's say this is a european very like used to this kind of uh Mm -hmm. um I know job culture and all mm-hmm. that stuff. What is the one thing that they should really look out for? Ah, uh-huh. 
I think、uh, if you want to fit into the society or the <laughs> workplace,、yeah. you need you give them,、uh, you give yourself a little bit patient, longer、mm. than usual. That's tricky when、yeah. no one else is patient. Like, try to be patient.、Yeah. But at the same time, the thing is that、uh, Japanese are out, I mean, fun to. Um, hang out with once they are a little bit drunk with beer, <laughs> and then everyone l o v e to get beer after work. Even that you work. Yes, so that is the perfect time to bond.、Yeah. And then that makes it smoother、um, for all the work that you do at workplace. So I really, really recommend to just、yeah. go to grab a beer with your <laughs> colleague. I think that's a mega tip, and it can be applied <laughs> to many places probably. What's your favorite karaoke song? What's your go to? That's probably Japanese.、Oh、my God. Yeah, it's probably Japanese. Damn. <laughs> you, will, you will write me later what、uh-huh. is that, and I'll put it and as the outro of this interview,、yeah. that song, because it just has to,、yes. has to happen. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking to us. It's, it was super interesting. There's so many questions I still have about like, Japanese <laughs> culture. I hope to go there one day. Yes,、um, I would love to. Have you there? Oh, that would be so amazing just to see.、Uh, it's a completely different world、mm-hmm. to me.、Uh, but there's also, again, like a few things that are quite similar, I、yeah. guess, as well. Especially we... from Sweden. It's、mm. very common and organized, and then people、mm. play it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes. Perfect. <laughs> If people want to get in touch with you,、mm-hmm. how can they do that? Do you have an Instagram account? Or, or, yes, or?、Um, yes, I have an Instagram、yeah. account. I have a website. So please、awesome. feel free to. We'll just share that、me. in the show notes as usual. And,、uh, Wonderful. Thank you, Misaki. My pleasure. It was really fun to <laughs> talk with you. <laughs> Thanks. I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial.